Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick Masterson. Hey, what's up, buddy? How's it going? And as always, Sean, our audio engineer. Sean is back from farming ass. Welcome back, Sean. How was, the, how was the ass farming in China? How was it? it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's enough. Quit while you're ahead. Yeah. Who won? Well, well before we get this, uh, I got to get this out of the way, Dick. We, what? I love... I love praising ourselves. And here is a great little bit of news. We are at 979,417 downloads as of this episode, as of this recording. By this time next week, our next episode, we will be at 1 million downloads. So that's just kind of a tease. We're going to do something special. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing because we just launched in May. 1 million. Yeah, 1 million. We're only, what, five and a half months old? Yeah. Not even even enough time to have a baby. And we've hit a million. That's so, what we do. When Dick and I make a baby, it comes out <laughs> premature. All right. It's getting weird. <laughs> Who won? Okay. Which alarmist, Dick? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look at you glow. <laughs> like a big baby. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to stress that I don't care about oh. the voting, but fuck you, man. <laughs> yes. Sure. Uh, I don't know. Did you see the problems, the, the all-time list? Not, because not, not lately. Why? I I need to call shenanigans oh. on the overall voting. Okay. Which alarmism did not beat Ebola alarmism? Oh. Ebola alarmists are at fifteen forty six. Which alarmists are at uh, at twelve forty? If you go to the website, you can click on all problems at the top and see the entire uh, yeah. the entire list and yeah. in order. So that's horseshit because which alarmist is still a bigger problem than Ebola alarmist. This week, someone died. As a result of which alarmism? Did yeah, you see I saw that? that. I saw the headline. Yeah, yeah I got a bunch of a uh, bunch of emails about it. Some kid killed another kid with like a sword or a machete. Yeah, because he thought that the other kid was practicing witchcraft. Right. So, has anyone been hacked to death because they're wearing an Ebola face mask around <laughs> airports? No. You know, you know, Dick. Uh, an equal number of people in the U.S. have died now from Ebola and witchcraft, uh, witch alarmism. So there you go. No, 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 no. What about the witch trials? That was all witch alarmists. Yeah, the how Salem many people witch died? Trials. Like a handful of people, and people are still, oh my gosh, the witch trials. I don't. I actually have no idea how many witches died in that. Oh, oh, I got to mention this. I just watched. I watched. You know, I'm like on this Halloween kick, watching a whole bunch of like yeah. Halloween shows. I watched a, a movie yesterday. It's a Spanish movie called Witching and Bitching. <laughs> It's so fucking cool. The, the thumbnail of it is what sold me on this movie, and it has this uh, this guy dressed up as Jesus holding a shotgun out the side of a window. And uh-huh. it's, uh, yeah, it's like this bank heist movie that ends in, like, the coolest witch ritual. Like, they're just attacking witches the entire time, and it's, like, mm. really uh, intense. And the bad guy at the end of the movie, I won't spoil it, is really, really fucking cool. It's this, this awesome-looking monster. Can you kind of spoil it? Because there's no fucking way I'm going to watch one of these movies that you love. Okay, you yep. love like dog shit movies. You know, you this do. Was, no, this was actually pretty well done. It's a Spanish movie, and uh, the the end monster is like, like this this really cool looking creature. Where you know how you you saw Lord Voldemort, and you're like, oh, that's disappointing. It looks gross because yeah. they fucked with his nose, so it was distracting the entire time. Yeah, no, this is this is a really cool monster. You should check it out. All right, we got to get to the uh, the comments uh, here. I got one from speaking of uh, Ebola alarmism. I got one from Rauno Kingus. He says. 
I'd love to tell you guys a joke about Ebola, but you probably wouldn't get it. I, I, I saw that one. <laughs> that was funny. That's a good joke. Yeah. I, I, like got, uh, I got about 30 emails uh, telling me that Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey has <sighs> been recalled in Finland, Sweden, and Norway because it has an excessive level of propylene glycol. Yeah, I could. Which is what they have in antifreeze, Maddox. Sure. Did you know that? Oh, I do now, because <laughs> everyone wouldn't shut the fuck up about it as soon as this article came out. Seriously, when you go to my Facebook wall, yeah. and you're going to post this link, don't you see the other 30 people who've done it? <laughs> you dicks. I get it. I've seen the article. I've seen it. You don't yeah. even have to send it to me, because I'm always aware of everything. So keep sending that link. Keep going to Maddox's page and posting that fucking link. Try to trick him into clicking on it. Like, oh. say, hey, here's an article somebody in Finland wrote about you. So Maddox clicks on the link. It's in Swedish or whatever. It loads up, and then he's got to translate it with the little toolbar and see that it's another article about Fireball Thanks. Cinema Whiskey. Thanks, Dick. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's such horse shit, too, because it's just a temporary recall because it, it didn't meet the European standards. In the U.S., it's fine. It's There's propylene glycol and everything. It's not a big fucking deal. And besides, guess what? I'm going to drink Fireball, and I'm going to be invincible because I can't freeze. And Dick <laughs> over here bought some Fireball on Halloween. What's up with that, Dick? Uh, look, here's, here's, there's one main difference between me and you, I think. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, you have principles, and I have none. <laughs> if I say Fireball cinnamon whiskey is a big problem, I might immediately walk to the store and buy some because I don't care. There was oh. chicks with us. I was trying to get chicks drunk. Uh-huh. I failed, and I ended up getting way too drunk and throwing my costume in the middle of the street yeah. outside of uh, outside of the Red Rock Bar. Yeah. Did you do you remember that? No, but I did notice at some point you were just in your panties all night. <laughs> uh, please, please. I call them manties. They're not panties. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and I blame the fireball for it. Yeah, I should have just got. I should have just got some pop off or something. Yeah, well, chicks of- will drink it though. Strange chicks will drink from a bottle of Fireball that I, I noticed. Did you see me handing that out all night? No, because I someone poured me some and spilled it all over my fucking hands, so I had sticky hands all night. <laughs> Did I do that? Yeah, yeah. You you in co- collusion with someone else? Oh, I remember that. Pissed now. me off. My I dumped it all yeah. over your hand on purpose, though. Oh. <laughs> The worst. <laughs> All right. I love that gag. Great. Good, good, good gag. I got a comment from Keel Joplin. So last episode, I posted a, a picture of me from AnimeCon in my uh, really interpretive Tekaman costume, which everyone called, uh, called horseshit. But uh, this guy says, oh, my God, I'm one of the nerds in that third picture of you dressing up as Tekaman. I'm the one in white behind the guy shooting daggers at Maddox. And I looked it up, and this kid is actually in the picture. Oh, that's funny. One of, one of the listeners that I, the, from this picture I took like two or three years ago. It's insane. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. That's kind of a cool coincidence. I got, uh, let's see, let me, let me play this voicemail for you. This is, this is interesting. Do you remember making this call? Because this, it, it seems to be from your, your past self. I don't okay. know if. Hey, this is Maddox from the year 2004. I have a question for my future self. When did I become such a pussy? (laughs) I don't care who wins and who loses, guys. It's not a competition. Don't make fun of me. God damn it. When did my grapefruit-sized balls fall off? 
When did that if this happen? is my future, I might as well eat a tub of beans and kill myself now. Thanks for nothing, asshole. <laughs> I'm going to go back is to time. You? Yeah, it is me. I'm going to go back in time and kick my own ass. Did he say eat a tub of beans? Yeah, yeah. that's a reference to one of my articles, oh, okay. uh, How to Kill Yourself Like a Man. And so that was confused one of my, there for a minute. Yeah, yeah. No, See, he, it is him. It yeah. sounded That sounded like no, him, no. and that's something you would say. That's me. That's definitely me back in the past. I'm going to kick my own fucking ass. Because here's the thing, you little shit. Um, <laughs> which alarmist won, okay, at the end of the last episode, as soon as we stopped recording, I told, I, co- I told Dick and Roger, I'm like, uh-huh. you guys' problem's gonna win, because the system works. Not enough razor blades and candy shouldn't be high on the list of problems. That means the system's working. Like, Spider-Woman's ass is one of the d- most downvoted problems on our list, because it's not a problem. The system works. So you're taking credit for proving that the system works? Yeah. God, you're such a martyr. <laughs> Okay. Speaking I gotta- of Roger, I got one comment from Aaron Eastler. Don't bring this smug asshole back on the show. <laughs> so, I mean, Aaron, uh, as far as smug assholes go, man, Maddox, you are the king of smug assholes. I think I redefine smug asshole in a lot of ways. Roger is about the least smug asshole I've ever met. I don't know. He's got his. He does Here it in his go. own. Here we go. <laughs> I can make a case. He does it in his own way. Like, did you notice? Like the things. Like he cannot. He cannot even comprehend the possibility that anyone wouldn't like Halloween. He said, like I, to quote <sighs> him too. He's like, I just don't get it. I don't understand how anyone couldn't like it. It's a wonderful holiday. Look, Roger. Oh, like, not everyone is. has your holds your opinion. I, and he wouldn't drink the hot sauce. I don't know if that makes him smug or just a big old pussy. But I got a comment here. <laughs> I got a comment here from uh, Borger Dahl. He says, hmm. Dick, there are no polar bears in Oslo, you fucking idiot. I mean, yeah, you got me. I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you know what I was trying to say? Where yeah. Somewhere where it's cold, where there, where there might be fucking polar bears. Where are there polar bears? Antarctica? I guess. I don't is there know, a man. city no, in there? No, 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 no. no. Th- oh, thank God. This is where we missed you in the last episode. If there's anybody that'll know where polar bears are, it's They're, Sean. No, the polar bears are in the north. They're in Alaska and in the Arctic Circle, but they uh, they are not in Antarctica at all. Only penguins. That's uh, the two never meet. Reykjavik. Are there any polar bears there? Uh, I don't know. Moscow. Polar bears. Not sure. Maybe mm. I think I'm a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> okay. So speaking of speaking of Dick uh, talking uh, to your past self, I have a new segment I want to bring in here. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's play this little segment. Here we go. Dick versus Dick. <laughs> So, uh, I got a listener point out an interesting comment uh, in one of the past episodes. Uh-huh. This is what you said. I, I believe this was your problem, the Facebook satire tag. Here's, okay. here's what you said about that. <clears throat> Basically, in the world, dumbness wins. Everything is dumbed down. And people who don't like things being dumb get screwed over. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That that's is true. true. I agreed with you when you said that. Is that how I sound, really? Yeah, yeah, pretty that's much. That's how I sound to mm-hmm. chicks when I'm plowing them uh-huh. and saying nasty things in their you're ear. Probably, that's disturbing. Yeah, man. you're probably saying that exact same line. How do they get off on that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what I was going to say. Is that what you... I thought you were setting it up like that. Yeah. I, I, I was. I was, you guys. Uh-huh. I was setting it up. That's Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Uh, that's Dick Masterson from like episode 15. Now, right, Dick I agree Masterson. with that. Yeah, now here's Dick Masterson again arguing against himself. There's there's a generation mm-hmm. of smug assholes on the internet yeah. that love beating up the stupid. Oh, so which is it, Dick? 
Is it, uh, are stupid people a problem? Are dumb people a problem? Or is it, uh, that's what you were talking about when I was playing that clip of that You're chick. taking it out of context. I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. the Ebola alarm. The Ebola, the, the news, uh, news guy, Johnny on the Spot, Channel, Time, Channel 9 News, was interviewing some stupid woman about whether or not she's worried about Ebola. Yeah. And of course she sounds like a fucking idiot. Do you think that, uh, that satire would go over her head, or do you think she'd get it? Look, I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. Oh. I don't think she's rocking any boats. I think, uh, I like to think she goes home and tries to feed her kids and get them ready for school the next day and that she's not even bothered with getting outraged on the internet. Wow, what a good mom. And yeah. I'm, ta I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you guys should congratulate yourselves so much for nailing stupid people on Dick, being alarmist. That's what they do. They get upset about things. Dick, I have, I run a website called The Best Page in the Universe. I started out this e this very episode congratulating ourselves. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the problems. I got it. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, I got, got, a, I got right. a pretty important voicemail. All right. Uh, let me see. Maddox, I just wanted to say you're a giant pussy for not finishing that hot sauce. Man up. Yeah. And don't even tell me to drink your hot sauce because I'm looking on the store where to buy some and it's not on the store anymore. So how am I supposed to challenge you to a hot yeah, sauce drinking competition? Stock. Either way, Dick's still a bigger pussy. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I gotta, I gotta start listening to these voicemails all the way through before I bring them in. God damn it. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. So Roger was so gloating, like, oh, I'm, I'm manipulating you as a, as a puppet last episode. But here's the thing. I like drinking hot sauce. I actually do. Yeah. I wanted to finish the episode so I didn't have a bunch of saliva in my mouth from drinking pure vinegar and pepper. But yeah. I can finish the bottle. Nobody, you know what? I'll finish it at the end of this episode just so I can at have— At the end of this episode. At the end of this episode. There's just, there were a lot of comments about you being—and I'm not saying this. I'm just quoting people that yeah. you're a, a gigantic blubbering pussy for not drinking the hot sauce. Yeah, except I've already—except <laughs> I've already— <laughs> already eaten the world's spiciest pepper. There's a YouTube video of me eating yeah. the world's two million on the Scoville unit. Between one and two million. I don't know. You throw in a bunch of numbers at me. All I know is there's oh. a half-drank bottle of hot sauce, and your tongue was sweating so bad you couldn't read one of your articles. Hey, Dick, let's see if you can see through your eyes when I splash it in them. Splash what? Hot, hot sauce? Hot sauce, yeah. I got a half a bottle for you. That's not necessary. I know. All right. Any other comments, problems, voicemails? I don't think so. I got Let's a bunch of the, voicemails. Yeah. I, I love the voicemails, but I always I always run out of them by... Oh, I think I, there's one more. Oh, yeah. From Cujo Jataro. I just wanted to point out that Maddox is a pussy for not being able to admit that the hot sauce was too hot for him. Oh, sorry. I forgot this was another hot sauce. <sighs> one. A real man knows his limits and aims to conquer them, not hide from them. Very eloquently put. Piece of shit. He you know what, you fucking assholes? I'm, I'll drink fucking hot sauce all day long. I don't give a shit. I drink it to stay awake when I'm driving. It's not a big deal. It tastes delicious. I like it. All right. I'm just reading you what the people said. <clears throat> yeah, the idiots. We don't need to hear from them. You want to get to the problems? Yeah, what's your problem? My first problem is cop motorcycle fairings. Okay, explain what fairings are to people who don't know. Fairings are the front bit of the motorcycle, the like, part that goes around the handlebars. It's a part that kind of looks like a, the shield, a shield. The windscreen, yeah. the plastic, all of that shit. Yeah. So uh, motorcycle cops have a very specific look on their motorcycles. It's always white. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's that gigantic, like, Harley-sized white cop fairing. Right. Okay? So you're driving down the freeway, right? Yeah. Maybe you have a beautiful lady in the car with you. Maybe mm -hmm. you're taking her to the Huntington Gardens in Pasadena, right? <laughs> you're cruising at about 85 because you're showing off a little bit. What do you know? Next thing you know, you see that fucking white diamond pop into your lane in your yeah. rearview mirror, mm -hmm. right? And what do you think? 
I'm having a fucking heart attack. Great. How much is this going to cost? How much is showing off going to cost again? When am I going to fucking learn? And you have that moment of humility. Then all of a sudden, this asshole whizzes by you because you hit the brakes immediately. And what is it? It's not a cop. It's just some shithead that likes looking like a cop. He's got big old white cop motorcycle fairings. He's got a big fucking white helmet, just like a cop. He's got big aviators, and he's got big leather boots. Why? Fuck you, man. Fuck you. You're fucking up traffic. Everybody around you, you are a sphere of slowness on the freeway. You are projecting like a wizard, like an asshole wizard. Everybody around you hits 55 miles an hour, and there's nothing you can do about it. Hmm. Motorcycle cop fairings. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna uh, come down on you pretty hard on this. Another like uh, one of one of classic Dick Masterson bullshit ass problems. But then you mentioned the sphere of slowness, which oh, is a problem. The sphere of slowness. Yeah, it's the worst. Oh, it's the worst. It's it. So for those who don't know, who haven't like maybe you don't have a driver's license yet, or you don't drive, you live in New York, whatever. When a cop is on the freeway, he he is basically the the speed limiter of everyone in front of him. No one wants to pass the cop. And if you do, you have to inch by him painfully slow, maybe yeah. a mile an hour extra above yeah. the speed limit. Otherwise, he will fuck you over. You're he done. will pull you over. Yeah. So if the cop is speeding, it's great because then you just tail them and stay behind them as, as fast as they're going. So at least you have that. But when they're not... When they're not even cops. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with these people? I don't know. Why are they dressed up like cops? Why are they allowed to dress up like cops, fuck with you like a cop, and you can't do anything about it? It's pretty hilarious if you think about it. You know, you know what that oh, is? You motherfucker, yeah. I want to throw this shit at you. <laughs> yeah. you would you do this? Are you yeah. going to get old and be a pretend cop? Oh, yeah. On the freeway? Get old. You, you mean fuck. I do you this right fuck. now? Yeah. You know, the, you know what you just dealt with is a road troll. You're yeah, right. That's a road troll. You're right. I actually wrote about this in my book, The Alphabet of Manliness. I wrote in one of the cha- chapters of Road Rage how to induce road rage with someone. So if somebody is trying to exit the freeway, yeah. you can either uh, speed up or slow down to let them pass, right? Right. Or you can go the exact same speed and call your friend who's also on the freeway and, and kind of like box them in so they can't exit. Do you do this shit? Have you ever uh, really done that? No, but you, you, I have. I have. But if someone's a huge asshole, I'll. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. I have it. Someone's more hot sauce in you from last week. (laughs) Real funny, Dick. I I have if someone's a huge asshole. However, my new move now is if somebody gets on the freeway and they're in the middle lane or if they're on the right lane and they need to get into the left lane, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily let them. If if they're, I'm not going to slow down or speed up to get to. They need to figure their shit out because they don't need to be in that lane. They're just doing it out of their own. Wait a minute. What do you mean they don't need to be in which lane? The the very far left one. The fast Uh, one. Well, the middle lane. The middle lane for the entire freeway or the middle lane for your okay. direction? For the entire freeway. If somebody, if somebody gets on the freeway ramp, right. Right, they, they just habitually want to get out of that right fucking lane and get into the left lane for some yeah, reason. Because that's the fast lane. No, it, not always. It should be. It should be, but it's not because everyone's trying to merge into it like a moron. If you just stay in your lane and just speed up, everyone will be fine. Just keep going. Don't even tap your brakes. You know what? Get rid of your brakes. We don't need brakes in society. All right. That's my problem. Uh, well, motorcycle cop fairings, I, I think, is a bigger problem than brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? If people didn't have brakes, then they couldn't slow down if they saw the motorcycle in the rear window. No, I, I fucking hate these guys. And now that I have one in front of me, I really want to know what goes on through your fucking mind. Do you think that all of them, all of these old assholes, these wannabe cops are just fucking with people? Because I doubt they're that sophisticated. 
Dick, maybe they just bought a motorcycle and that's what they had and it was cheap. Dude, it's you it, it's a very specific purchase to get a motorcycle that looks exactly like a cop motorcycle. I don't think they're big sellers. I don't think big burly dudes walk into a motorcycle store and go, you know what? Give me one that looks exactly like a fucking cop's motorcycle. Not a <laughs> chopper, not something black and badass. Yeah. Give me one uh, that looks like a, give me one that looks like iRobot, please. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have any bikes like that? I don't know. I kind of want people to fear me like a police officer. I want, I want, <laughs> I want damn to, you. Yeah. I kind of like that. Because it's also those people who buy those cars that have been repurposed those old police cruisers yeah and they still have the light on the side so it looks like a police cruiser every time i see one of those i slow down i'm like well i don't want to fuck with this guy i don't want to cut them off oh which by the way i did big time i was on my way down to san diego for comic-con and um there was just a just a torrent of shitty fucking slow ass cars and there was this car kind of tailing behind me so that uh, there was a car in front of me and a car behind me in the in the right lane so i wanted to switch lanes so i could pass this dipshit in the left lane right this car behind me was just kind of lollygagging, and uh, if I cut him off, it would have been too close. I decided to pull the trigger and cut him off anyway. Now, hold on a minute. Yeah. Because anyone listening to this story has in their mind a very specific criteria of what is too close to be cutting someone off, and yeah. I guarantee yours is way more liberal than everybody else's. What is too close to cutting someone off for you? Less than 10 feet. That's that's standard. That's okay. Reasonable, that's right? That's reasonable. This surprisingly. Was, yeah, this was close to about six to eight feet. It was really close. Like too close to be cutting someone off. Okay. But I did it, I did it anyway, also because my windows are dirty and I didn't quite see him. Um so anyway, so uh, <laughs> I cut this guy off. And then I noticed in the I, I looked through the back because I'm I'm like, oh, this guy's gotta be pissed. because uh, I, you know, I, I made him slam his brakes. He uh, then that's a dick move, I admit it. But right. then I saw in his back, he had, like, the shotgun in his rack, and he had police lights on the front, on, on his roof. I'm like, oh, shit. I, I seriously cut off a cop, like, big time. So I'm expecting him to pull me over at any second. And then I, as soon as I pass, I get in the left lane, and he, he, like, rides by and calls me an asshole. And then doesn't pull me over. And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing. And it was uh, border security, uh, border security oh. police. Uh, and they probably would have, except down the line, down the uh, down a couple miles on the freeway, I saw them pulling someone else over. They were responding to a call, so they couldn't pull me over. I got yeah. Lucky. You can get away with anything down there around the the border. They always got other stuff to do. Yeah. Uh, well, now you're talking about a real cop. I'm talking about pretend cops. I like pretend cops. I think you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I th- I can see you doing this. Correct. I think these desperate pricks just want to just want to incite fear. In people just constantly as they're driving around. Yeah, why not? All right. Is that all you got? Should we get to my problem? Yeah, that's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. Good. All right. My first problem this week is uh, this is actually a listener sent this in. His name is David Diley, and he suggested doing Herbalife. Okay. Do you know what Herbalife is? Have you guys heard of this? It's essentially a, uh, so the problem is pyramid. Got two schemes. things I hate in it already. What herbs, herbs and, and life? life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Herbalife is essentially a pyramid scheme. And the first, here's the first clue you know something's a pyramid scheme. When someone mentions it to you, the first thing they say is, it's not a pyramid scheme. Yeah. 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 Right? Except it has all the trademarks of a pyramid scheme. I have a few, I have a little questionnaire here that if you, yeah. uh, yeah. That's like, well, that's like when guys, you know, my favorite thing to do is uh, when a girl will show me messages that a guy, that guys have sent her, uh-huh. like a friend or whatever, like, right. hey, check this out, this guy sent me. And so many of them will lead with, hey, I'm not a creep. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, dude, you can't you can't yeah. put the words out there. 
Yeah. If not, you could say not a billion times. You could have a certificate of not creepiness, and just because the word's there, you're a creep. Yeah. Yeah, creeps don't, people who aren't creeps don't have to remind people that they're not creeps. No. And now I'm thinking, well, what do you mean, no? Why, should I have been thinking that? Yeah. All right, now I am. But so I agree with you with yeah. the pyramid scheme. So let this me, isn't a pyramid test. scheme. Yeah, here's the, here's the questionnaire I have. So um, di- first of all, did you pay to join? If you did, then are you asked to recruit other members? Yeah. If you, if you answered yes to that, then do you get a cut of money from every new member you recruit? If you answered yes to all three of those questions, it's a pyramid scheme. Who's defining that? Me. That's oh, my own definition. Oh, that's your own definition. Yeah, my own okay. definition. Uh, it's essentially that's it. That's all a pyramid scheme is: is you pay to join a, a network, and then you recruit other people to join that network, mm-hmm. and you get a cut of everyone underneath you. Yeah, that is literally a pyramid scheme. Yeah. And so I was looking at uh, at this Herbalife. This Herbalife company is essentially a company that sells. Uh, health supplements, powders, uh, protein shakes, candy bars, or like protein bars and things like that. Shit that hasn't been proven to do anything, stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's essentially just generic uh, protein formula that you can get off the shelf of any store. Or that you can buy from China in bulk. Yes. For like tens or like <clears throat> cents per pill, like two cents a pill, and then turn around and sell for like $60 a, a bottle. Right, that's essentially what this is. It's just a bunch of protein powder, which is whey. Whey is, uh, is just a, a, a product that comes out of milk, and that's, that's all it is. And they're selling it for a huge premium to these people in, these, uh, in this pyramid scheme. So here is uh, ABC News did an investigation about Herbalife, and here's part of that investigation. Herbalife is also a company now under investigation by the FBI and the Federal Trade Commission in the wake of widely publicized allegations with flashy headlines that the company is an illegal pyramid scheme. Oh. Right. So the FBI has been investigating Herbalife for years and years, actually, since like the 1980s, they got in trouble for this. Uh, their their president, I think, back then was Mark Hughes, and he was accused accused of being uh, dishonest. Um, then they have they did this undercover investigation, and they found that um, people like Herbalife supervisors were telling people that their stuff cures brain tumors. Sure, yeah, and uh, and like helps with fertility and all this other shit. Sixty percent of their distributors are Latino, so they're very they're very targeted. They're targeting the Latin American population yeah why is it that that population seems to be more susceptible to marketing or is it is it because they're it's new to them because they're also like huge on religion like they're the biggest growing mormon population i heard is that sean is that true you're not it, it is true yeah. that's true yeah it is true they I, I don't know if it's that necessarily they're more susceptible it's just that it, it's possibly a new segment that hasn't been marketed to with this stuff before uh because now americans are kind of Getting are uh, wisening up to new markets, right? In Spanish and Chinese, Chinese is going to be the next. Uh, Chinese is going to be a next huge uh, market for this kind of stuff. Anyway, it costs thirty nine hundred dollars for this for this package like to become a distributor. Yeah, to be uh, to be one of these like Herbalife. Uh, I don't know the exact the exact package you get for this, but it it has all the diet shakes and all that other shit. Um, so I have this other clip. Uh, $3,900, that's a lot. $3,900. This is from a supervisor. They recorded this undercover at one of the Herbalife meetings. Listen to the, exactly how she defines the business model here. The final speaker at this session told us how to make the big money. Not by selling the actual products part-time, but by signing up other distributors, what's called a downline, and then taking a cut of their profits. The secret is to get five other people... To do the same thing every month. Yeah. And teach them to get five other people to do the same thing uh, every month. That's the secret. Before you know yeah. it, not only will you be a superstar, but 
supervisors, but you'll have five supervisors under you. We'll have five supervisors underneath them. Oh. We'll have five supervisors under them. That's My profits are exploding. Wow. Overnight, you're a millionaire. But if you like think about the math, isn't like in you know five or ten steps, all seven billion people in the world are selling fucking Herbalife? Yeah, to each other. Oh, yeah, I'm, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you asked that, Sean, because I actually have that. Yeah, that's exactly Thank God what it you're is. back from farming ass, yeah. Sean. Yeah. So so let's say like a typical pyramid scheme. If you're at the top, right? If you're the first first person who starts this, you have six people underneath you. Let's say you get six people underneath you, right? Then. Uh, the second level of those, each of those six people have to get six other people, so that's 36 people each, okay? The okay. third level, each of those 36 people have to get six people underneath them, and that's 216. By the time you get to the 13th level in this pyramid scheme, just 13 people deep, right? Mm-hmm. You have to find 13 billion people in order to make as much money as the person at the top. That's, that's, great, that's greater than that's the population of, of Earth. You would have to get twice the population of Earth. And then there's a modified pyramid scheme, too. What are we selling in this pyramid scheme of yours, this company? What are you— In this fantasy company that, you're, that we're all in right now. Well, Professor Maddox's hot sauce and <laughs> chest hair tonic, oh, of okay. course. Yeah. All right. I don't now, know if we can there, find 13 billion people who could take that. Yeah. I don't think so. Definitely not Roger. Um, so there's there's also the eight ball model. This is this is just find two people underneath you. So rather than six, and they, they this is a modified pyramid scheme. The eight ball model essentially it's all it's all powers of n. Like they're not going to be right. able to find enough people to make enough as much money as a person at the top. These things seem to me like a way that companies use desperate women to bilk their friends out of cash. That's what it seems like to me. Well, it's not just women because, uh, Dick, a long time ago when I was a programmer at the telemarketing company, one of my coworkers, uh, really sharp guy, just mm-hmm. smart dude, great programmer, was able to whip out projects so fast, but he was susceptible to this. He fell into one of these pyramid schemes, and he came over to me, and they always start with, with this. They come up to you and they say, hey, Maddox, you seem like a pretty smart guy. Oh, man, great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Feed the ego You're first. right. I yeah. am. What else? Yeah, we agree. And then they say, well... How would you like to be financially independent? And of course, this is always a colleague at work who's yeah. you know working for the same boss as me, who's not financially independent, but he's trying to sell me this pipe dream that he's on this little thing and he's going to get me in and we're going to become financially independent right. together. Now, so this guy uh, got really deep in this pyramid scheme. Um, this one at the time, I think this one was called Quickstar. There's Amway. Amway. Uh, there is, uh, oh man, there was another one that my, my other buddy got into. But it's always it's always the same horse shit. And they never make any money. And they keep stringing you along. And it turns out to be a big shell corporation out in the Cayman Islands where they just take a bunch of your money and the CEO hops on a boat and then you never hear from them again. No, uh, my friend was in a literal pyramid scheme where they weren't even selling anything. It was well. It was a Ponzi scheme. You just bring in money, yeah, and you you bring in money. You get referrals from everyone under you, and then they just keep the machine growing, so that as long as you're bringing in new people, the people above you get paid, right? So you're just literally just handing cash over, yeah. to these people, yeah, right, yeah. And I think it was a, it was called Ziegler or something like that. Ziegler Rewards. It was a huge. It was like a huge bust. Yeah. Like, uh, the amount of money that was trading place every month to keep it going was like in the in the hundreds of millions, I think. It was oh insane. yeah, it's insane. They make so much money. So here here is here's why it's a problem. The victims here are usually the poorest people. They're they're like lower middle class people who just have that taste of financial freedom. They can see it. It's almost it's like a shell of a business. It's the veneer of a business. Mm-hmm. They're selling you this pipe dream that you're buying these products that other people want and they convince you that other people want these products. The problem is the products they're selling aren't unique 
They're not special. There's nothing There's nothing special about they're just buying, like, toilet paper and protein shakes and all yeah. this other shit that you can buy from grocery stores, except they're adding on a percentage, and that percentage is what the, the, the fat cats at the top are making. They're just pocketing that money. Yeah, I would, I would agree with you that it's preying on people who are low-income and desperate. Yeah. However, I also think that all these people have that little spark in them that lets them totally fuck their friends over by onboarding them. Like mm. that woman was saying, you get five under you, you get five, those five get five under them. They're all going to be your friends. Yeah, And it's they want the fucking money. They want to be financially independent enough so that they'll sell their friends out. Well, Dick, That's why I don't feel bad for them. Yeah, okay, Dick. I like to think that my friends aren't super cynical and aren't trying to fuck me over. They are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know. I'm sitting across from one. So, <laughs> yeah, you're going to sell me some, uh, some timeshare? Um, so the ABC News piece was actually really well-researched, and they found that... So Herbalife may be kind of shady, and they're doing this pyramid scheme, right? But allegedly, uh, uh, according yeah. to you, alleged. Oh, according yeah. to me, that's and, your opinion. And the FBI investigation, and they've also been caught in the, in the eighties. Yeah, the FBI is allowed to say that kind of shit. Uh, we're not. Yeah. Okay. It's an it's an allegation, of yeah. course. Yeah. There's no there's no, um, but it sounds a lot like a pyramid scheme. I'll say that. Sure so there, but they've also found that the guy leading the charge to kind of uncover Herbalife as a pyramid scheme is this guy named Bill Ackman, who's the CEO for this uh, hedge fund group called Pershing Square Capital Management. Ooh. And they they have mounted a $20 million media campaign to prove that Herbalife is a fraud. Now, why would that be? Why do you think uh, this guy, this, this, uh, this manager of this, this capital firm, is interested in proving that they're a fraud? Is it like a backdoor thing? Is he is he secretly tanking, torpedoing the study to show that it isn't fraud? No, no, he's is it like a rope a dope. Nope, a uh, good theory, but he's actually trying to short the stock, and he stands to gain about ten billion dollars. Oh, okay, yeah. uh huh. That's a pretty good plan too. Yeah. So talk about cynical. There are no white knights in this scenario. They're all f- these fucking dickheads. Everyone out to cutthroat. Everyone's out to like throw everyone under the bus. And the CEO of Herbalife, he's 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 convincing people. He's denying that it's a it's a pyramid scheme, and he's he's saying that there is no promise or guarantee that you can make a huge fortune through, through Herbalife. But they that's just like a tiny little disclaimer that they kind of throw away. Here's what the CEO said on this ABC News segment. The reality is that most people know that this is a wonderful way in which to pay for a $50 or $60 startup fee to earn a few hundred extra supplemental dollars a month. That is what we are selling. Yeah, doesn't he sound like Snape? From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You know that guy? He just he sounds, sounds like, like a, a creepy weirdo. Yeah, it sounds like a creepy weirdo. That's the guy who's trying to sell you this pipe dream. He sounds like a gremlin. Like yeah. the guy, a guy that would appear on your shoulder and try to screw you over. Yeah, he sounds like the, the, the devil version instead of the heaven version. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. you know what they should do? Mm. So the lottery, like this is this appeals to the same part of people as the lottery, I think. Yeah. You know? And when... Back in the day, like when America first started, there was shitloads of lotteries everywhere. Like you could just throw in for a lottery. And the government finally said, look, people are too dumb. No one is allowed to do lotteries anymore except us. Okay. So only governments are allowed, only the U.S. government is allowed to do lotteries. Right? Okay. Because then they they take the money and do whatever they do with it. Uh, It seems like the same kind of thing, the same kind of mentality that goes into buying a lottery ticket goes into lumping in with one of these one of these pyramid schemes. Yeah. So that the government should just say, hey, you guys aren't allowed to do this shit anymore. No matter what you say, you know, you're not allowed to, to pull these scams. 
we're the only ones who can do it, and we're going to call it Social Security. <laughs> Dick, I knew it. I was waiting for it. Yeah, let's hear this li- fucking libertarian slant. Here it comes. Yeah, and I, I, of course, I thought that the misdirect here was like, oh, we should have the governments take care of pyramid schemes. Yep. And then, yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Course, yeah. I gotcha. Classic libertarian uh, trick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. done? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, I just want to respond to that. Just one, one other oh, okay. thing. The 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 lottery analogy is is okay. However, with the lottery, it's at least upfront. You know, you're gambling. Uh, but with the with the pyramid scheme, it's more insidious because it's it's selling you the promise and the hope that you can you can amass a fortune through this pyramid scheme. And you can, of course, if you're at the top. But no one is it, virtually uh, a very yeah. small percentage, less than one one to one to three percent, I think, are at the top who are making any amount of appreciable income from these pyramid schemes. Well, you can't even get a couple hundred bucks a month. Like this reminds me of, it seems like every, every, everyone out of college goes through this phase where somebody will, they just get shitty stuff or maybe it's good stuff, but they just go sell it to all their friends and family. Yeah. Like Sean, your brother sold, they were good knives. He's, his brother sold knives out of college. Cutco knives. Yeah. And their whole thing is they recruit kids out of college. They pretend like it's a real job. Like you have to come in and interview, Sure. but then all they do is give you a catalog and they say, okay. Go knock on doors like a vacuum cleaner salesman in the 1930s and sell these fucking knives. But what ends up happening is they just go to their friends and family and sell them these fucking knives. Yeah. I got I got called in for a job interview one time with Citigroup, and I thought, oh wow, this is kind of cool. It's a big yeah. bank, you know. They want to hire me as a they t- they said some kind of like IT management type th- type job. So I go in there, all prepared, resume, all spiffy, everything, and this guy starts selling me this fucking pyramid scheme. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> asshole! I make more money than you, you fucking tool. What are you gonna hire me and give me a pay cut, you dipshit? And what are you gonna exactly hire me for to sell your pell your bullshit? I'm a fucking professional here. And why don't you just cut out the middleman? Why don't people just buy this shit way off the internet? and sell it themselves. Yeah. Like, well, why does it have to be branded Herbalife? Exactly. It's that, just magic powder. No, it's the same stuff. If you can, that's it. If you have, basically, if you can buy this stuff for wholesale, you can be selling stuff and making money the normal way, which is, that's essentially just a business. You're buying things at a low cost and selling it for a, a slightly higher cost to right. make a profit. That's essentially a business. We should start a Kickstarter where we just do our own pyramid scheme. We'll call yeah. it like, just call it a pyramid scheme. Uh, you know what, Dick? That's a really good idea. Let's uh, not air this episode. <laughs> okay. I uh, forget everything I said, everyone. Forget everything I said. What's your next problem, Hey, Dick? you know what's not a pyramid scheme? What's that? Harry's. They make a hell of a shave kit. This episode is brought to you by Harry's. <laughs> use Go to harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Maddox, Harry's was created by two guys who uh, who give a shit about shaving. Yeah, they really care. Is that in the copy? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's something like that. You know how fucked up my mind is? Like, that is, when I look at something, I'm pretty good at remembering the gist of things, not the exactness of things. And that's how I remembered it. I read it. I read, I will, Harry, here's what I actually read. Harry's.com was started by two guys passionate about creating a better shaving experience for all men. Uh, no, no, no. Words, words, words. Yours is <laughs> yeah, better. Mine was, yeah, mine was, give a shit about shaving. Hey, let's- uh, I got let's, a lot of shit to remember here, okay? Yeah, let's contact Mr. <laughs> Mr. Harry and let's tell him we got a new <laughs> new copy for him. Harry's bought a blade factory in Germany that has been crafting some of the world's highest quality blades for almost a century. Their starter shave sets start at just $15. I've actually been, you know that starter set they, they sent us? Yeah. Uh, I've actually been using them. Me too. 
Yeah. It works great. Yeah. It's awesome. I yeah. like it a lot. And then and finally I got the uh, the shave gel too. It still shoots out like a rocket, but I've kind of managed it. If you squirt it right into your fingers, it's fine. I use the cream. I know you don't like the cream. Oh man, that's But a, I use it. I'm not a fan of any kind of shaving cream. It feels like you're putting butter on your face. Yeah, I like have you ever shaved with real butter? No. Isn't that a thing people do? Uh, I mean, it's a thing peasants probably do. Oh, well. Yeah, I'm not a farmer. Dick. Hey, I like getting drunk and screwing too. Peasants do that. <laughs> Great. Screw like a pre- like a peasant. Harry's H A R R Y S dot com. Enter promo code <laughs> Biggest Problem to save five bucks off your first purchase. Hey, we should also say that 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 promo code changed last time. It wasn't yeah. our fault. We didn't get it wrong. No, because we've never. Well, I maybe I have, but I don't think either of us has ever gotten anything wrong on this podcast. In my life, I've never gotten anything wrong. <laughs> they changed it because it did too well. Yeah, that's that's how I understand it. That's so what they we got this email saying that the code was leaked or something like it it popped up on some kind of discount coupon website, some shitbox web yeah, coupon because, site because there's a some they have a scraper that goes through different websites and it looks for code words for Harry's and discounts. So when we posted it on our website, I think it scraped it, posted it on this other website. However, our fans are really loyal listeners and they're helping, they're supporting our podcast by clicking on these sponsor links. And so probably what happened is they got this huge blip from yeah. our. Our podcast, which was our first time airing, and they probably looked at the stats and thought, wow, this is unbelievable. No fucking way. These two assholes could yeah. send this much traffic. These two clowns. Well, guess what, Harry's? <laughs> we just did, buddy. Yeah, so if you went there and, and put in the old coupon code that got... Um that got discontinued. We're sorry about that. So yeah. Sorry for wasting your time. But it's still a great product. We stand behind it. I'm, I'm still using my blade. I haven't even switched out my blade. It's that good. It's Me that, either. Yeah, it's sharp. So what's your next problem? Dave? My next problem, I don't know how to phrase this. Uh... I, I, I'll just call it catcalling. Okay. Okay? Sure, it's a problem. And, well, it is a problem because of how it's being portrayed online. Or because what, what we're seeing is catcalling. What it's become. Yeah. I want to defend catcalling to a degree. <laughs> okay. To a degree. Because I think it's fun. All like, right. To some- <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we Look, go. But so, so this video came out, right? Yeah. Let's from, talk about uh, this video. From the, no, from the Hollaback group. It's a group dedicated to ending street harassment using mobile technology. Yeah. They encourage women to Hollaback by sharing stories and photos using social media. I don't know if that's going to do anything. But they put this video together of a woman walking around in New York City uh, for 10 hours. Yeah. And getting, just getting, getting constantly harassed. But there's something – I brought in the audio for the for – the, do you – do yeah. you want to play a little bit of it? We'll play a little it's bit. It's two minutes long, and I, I figure maybe people have seen it, but maybe people are like me when they see shit trending on Facebook. They're like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. Skip to, yeah. Skip to about like 30 seconds into it if you can. All right. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, beautiful. That guy sounded nice. No, it's cat calling. Hey, beautiful? Well, That's nice, nice, though. Nice. Hey. Damn. A little over the top, that guy. Yeah, it's, it's a little disrespectful. Sexy, American Eagle. The guy was looking at her butt. Oh, he's looking oh, at her jeans. Yeah, she had an American Eagle logo on her butt. So this, there was a segment, too, where someone, some guy followed her for about four well, minutes. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Yeah. Because there's a big difference yeah. between saying, hey, mama, what's up, beautiful? Hey, beautiful, how's it going? And following this woman like you're hanging off her like Michael Jackson's chimpanzee yeah. trying to trying to get any kind of attention from her. Dick, okay, I, there's a big difference. Yeah. And I don't think that's and I don't think that's part of this conversation. Like you can't just say no one's saying that. No, the so the problem with this video, um I actually have the top comment on this video right now on YouTube. 
I, I hope you're going to say what I think you're going to say, because I also have this same problem with this video. Go okay, ahead. I'd like to hear what you say. But um, one of the big problems with this video is that by lumping in stalking, that guy was stalking her. Absolutely. Right. Which is uh, totally Already illegal. It's illegal. Already illegal. Stalking is a crime. Catcalling is not. But uh, stalking definitely is. And by, by lumping that in with the same video and giving it the same weight as catcalling or saying good evening to someone, you're lessening the, the impact of that crime. Absolutely. You're making it cheaper. You're saying that, okay, these are equal-weighted crimes. No, they're not. And first of all, one's a crime and one isn't. And, and you're making it seem like it's okay. Uh, you know, it's, it's equal under the law or equal under the, in terms of harassment to stalk someone as, as to call them out. Yeah. As to catcall them. Totally agree. That's not what I was going to say, but I totally agree. And, and by the way, Dick, I, I have to take issue with the way you characterize the top of this video because you said she was constantly harassed. She wasn't. In that entire 10-hour day, she edited down, she and her, uh, this guy, she edited down from 10 hours down to about three minutes. And if you count the, the, the guy stalking her, let's say, let's say five minutes. Yeah. Out, of, out of a 10-hour day, that's less than 1% of the day. That's not constant. In fact, she encountered, if you, I, I did the math on this. If you encounter, say, 20 pedestrians per minute, which is very conservative in New York, and of those... She found about 100 of them had, had catcalled her or harassed her, right? Yeah. That's less than 1%. So over 99.7% of people she encountered were decent human beings, and there's not a story here. And let's keep in mind, this is, and this is my, one of my big problems with this video. This video is racist as shit to me. Yeah. Because what? it is all black dudes and Mexican guys who are hanging out on street corners in wife beaters, not doing a goddamn thing during the day. Yeah. During the day. That was actually, I made a, a Facebook status uh, to that effect saying, man, I hope all those guys who are sitting around in lawn chairs during the day yeah. get, learn their lesson when they go home and hop on their broadband connections and then see what videos are trending on Huffington Post and Salon.com. I hope man. they're ashamed of themselves. Oh, yeah. They're going to be, they're going to have their lesson taught. By, by checking social media. These fucking idiots. And the, this Hollow Back campaign, they're, they're, she's asking people to donate to this campaign. So I went to the website to see what it is. Like, how are they going to tr- potentially solve this problem of street harassment, right? They're going to make it illegal. Oh, they're really? They're trying to make catcalling illegal. They said it's illegal to honk your horn in some parts of New York City. Why isn't it illegal to catcall? Well, That's part of their platform. Yeah, well, it's called the First Amendment. Uh, you're allowed to say shitty things to people in public. You can say like, racist things. Like, hi, beautiful. You're allowed <laughs> to say shitty things like, good morning, beautiful. Yeah, so I read about this. I read the comments about this, and, and a lot, like, it's kind of polarizing. Most women- It is, isn't it shocking? It really is. Yeah, but most most women actually are, are like, yeah, this is something that all women have experienced. First of all, I don't think it's something that all women experience to the same degree. This girl, this this lady, this woman who was, who was doing this video um, is busty young and and relatively attractive right well i think she's overweight okay so <laughs> my my Great. point is they hooked up an overweight white woman and trolled her through harlem and there's and that's a viral video are you is, are you fucking kidding me Dick, that's, that's racist as shit that's not the point well of course this video this video has some racial uh subtext here but you're saying something different uh, yes okay so i'm think i i think that that catcalling and street harassment happens way more often to attractive and young people. If they had hooked this up with, say, a 65-year-old woman who was out of shape and not mm. necessarily attractive uh, conven- by conventional standards, she probably wouldn't have gotten catcalled hardly as much, if at all, right? Oh, man, you know what? I got an interesting, I got an interesting, I got a couple interesting stories to that because this, uh, like, reading women's stories about catcalling made me think about the women I've dated, yeah. and some of them would get catcalled all the time, yes. Whether we were on dates or not, and some of them just would never, and I could never figure out. Like 
I thought one was just as hot as the other. Yeah. I, I think objectively right. they were, but you know, yeah. you know who. Would, like guys would do a U-turn in traffic right. to pull up on the side of the road and ask her if she wanted to go smoke weed with them. Yeah. And I want to know how often that works. Uh, so, so okay. So, Dick, you're making a joke, but this is actually an interesting point because they, there was a study I read a while back, too, where, where uh, or maybe it wasn't even a study, it was just a comment, but someone said essentially the difference between street harassment, like catcalling, and, say, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone who's p- picking you up is how cute the guy is, right? And because, I don't think that's true. Well, I got, an, I got an empirical evidence that says it is because I have a friend who is a male model, and he okay. is just an attractive dude by all objective standards. You can just standards. say my name. You don't have to talk about <laughs> me in the third person. Dick. So this guy, this guy is actually uh, guilty of catcalling. He told me like the last like three or four dates, he's just like been driving by and he turns around because he sees an attractive girl on the street and, and they always give him his, uh, give him yeah. their number and they go out on dates because they like this yeah. guy. This guy looks attractive or whatever. But if it was an unattractive guy, then it's harassment. Well, I think the nature, I think women have real good bullshit detectors. Yeah. Like when they know what a guy's deal is right away like if you come on like some of these guys like yeah. hey 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 baby what's your number what's your number dude that's you gotta calm the fuck down right like you can't come on that strong and it's i think probably your male model friend knows how to not come on too strong because i i talk to women in the street all the time yeah like you know my theory and when it comes to dealing with women is just talk to all of them sure it's a numbers game like if you if you are not having good luck with women don't don't try to up your game. Just talk to all women all the time. Okay, Dick. and you will get laid. Terrible strategy. <laughs> what? Terrible. What's terrible? Because you're that? essentially saying I'm an idiot. I can't figure out what I'm doing wrong. So it's just a numbers game. I'm gonna keep doing what I do until I find the 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 square peg to my square hole. Evolution is a numbers game. You evolve constantly in all different manners, and the one the one that's supposed to live will live. Yeah, that's Dick. God's plan, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Dick, you're essentially what you're essentially saying is you're counter to evolution because you're not changing anything about yourself. You're staying the same, and you're hoping to find someone who's exactly who 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 doesn't have a sophisticated enough bullshit detector. Oh, get out of here, sophisticated enough. Hey, I'm sophisticated I got a, as shit. I got a comment from Twitter about this because I kind of posted a, a comment about how. The, you know, speaking of numbers here, that the the vast majority of people treated her respectfully, didn't catcall, right. and she's trying to paint this picture that uh, she's it's misleading to suggest that this is such an epidemic. Uh, it's happened. It's happened to the majority of women I know, of course, and it's course. disrespectful, and I don't like it. Well, it shouldn't happen, of course. But well, um, that's I have a problem with the should word too. Well, it shouldn't ha- like yeah. It's this is the way guys are, especially broke dudes that hang out on street corners. This is how they behave. And there's probably chicks out there just like them who respond to it. There, that's that's also part of the. the I'm not even sure it's a problem, but it's a chicks, culture clash. Some chicks do respond to Absolutely this. Absolutely, they do. And it's not just a problem unique to men. I've ha- I've been with beautiful women before. I, I dated this model for a little while. Bragging. Who, here we <laughs> go. Fucking bragging. Just oh, one. You just, just said a couple seconds ago that you were with two objectively hot women and you guys were doing U-turns. Get out oh, of here. I didn't dick. even notice that I did oh, that. Yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> Let me pull up this dick versus dick segment again. <laughs> So I, I was with this woman one time, um, objectively beautiful, and uh-huh. a model, right? We would walk by, guys would just constantly, you know, you know, say something as we're passing by. And then one day we were walking by, and a woman passed by and said the exact same thing a guy had said just minutes earlier. She just passed by and said, you're beautiful. And I interjected, and I said, thank you. <laughs> I, took, I took that compliment. I, yeah, I intercepted that one. I've done that. I was walking with this, uh, I was walking with this girl who was getting catcalled, and I did the same thing. I was like, I think he, I think he was talking to me. 
Yeah. And she loved it, of course. Yeah, of course. And it's it's like, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. there was like talking and like, and like bonding and the things that make up a relationship between people. Yeah. You know, catcalling, uh, I, I hate to say this, but actually um, it's it's not entirely, it's not something that all women objectively just hate across the board. If it's disrespectful, sure, but if it's if it's a respectful type of approach. And they say it depends on the intent of the men. They don't have good intentions. Well, uh, what, we don't ever have good intentions. <laughs> out of your dick. You fucking idiot. So here's the thing. <laughs> So let's say the uh, let's take the most egregious example of the cat calling in that in that video, like someone who's just said "damn mama" or whatever, like something kind of disrespectful that kind of "damn um, mama." Well, whatever. It's just it's just something that that makes her feel like uh, I don't know, kind of sleazy, sex like, object. Yeah, kind of yeah. right. So okay. so let's say let's say these guys are objectifying her sexually, and if you if you take that at the at the crux, right? Um, what is their intention? Well, their intention is to get laid, right? I don't know. See, that's why I wrote. Well, keep going. Okay, keep going. So I, I maybe believe- it is, but I think they're just kind of expressing something. Well, uh, some part of them probably wants that woman to respond. Doesn't don't they? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't I'm know not, that I do. I've never catcalled. By calls. the way, I've been catcalled. Yeah, by women. Too. By women. Yeah, me too. How how many? Well, let's write our numbers down, and then we'll see who has more. (laughs) All right. I wrote mine down. It's 979,417. Two. I win. And I don't think they wanted a response at all. Yeah. No, I've been uh, yeah, I've been whistled at by both by guys and girls. They, two guys, two guys have tried to pick me up in the last uh, like six in the last months. Two hours. <laughs> it's me and Sean. <laughs> <You> guys, <laughs> Sean's ass farming gig didn't pan out. He's trying in this room. Okay, so I, I just want to read this comment real quick. This guy sent me a, a mess, a shitty message on Twitter. His name's Christian at uh, Arcade Hero sixty four. He says, "Maddox Rules is always so quick to not rush to the defense of women that you got to wonder if he's some kind of gigantic sexist asshole." Wow. Thank you, Christian. What a hero. To which I responded, I said, first of all, I've never said catcalling isn't wrong. Of course it is. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a good thing. Ah, see. And the, I, well, hold on, hold on. All right. I, I said, I think you have me mistaken for a straw man. And I, I sent him uh, this picture of a straw man. That's funny. Yeah, but then I also pointed something out because in, listen to the way he says this, right? You got to wonder if Maddox Rules is so quick to not rush to the defense of women. I said, hey, Christian, it's also pretty condescending to suggest that women need men like you to rush to their defense. And I'm the sexist one. Women don't need men to defend them. No. <laughs> they don't need any help ever. No. No, I agree. I'm laughing because it's true, but yeah. they, they don't. These, these like this fucking white knight, he's trying to be he's such a fucking condescending smug prick. It's like coming out here and saying, oh, you, you gotta rush to the defense of women. They don't need you to defend them, dipshit. That's sexist. To say that women can't defend themselves, that they need you to argue their battles for them, fuck off and let them talk talk and say whatever they want. I've only ever heard bad advice given to women when it comes to catcalling, especially now that it comes up because all these stupid, I don't know if they just like showing off on Facebook or whatever, but all these girls are like, yeah, I would say this. I would get in their face like, no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. That's the last thing you want to do to a guy is engage him for any reason. Yeah, well, no, that's not necessarily true. You could, and by the way, you know what's kind of funny about this video? So, so she she pointed out this guy who like kind of stalked her for four minutes, like kind of followed her around. But yeah. um the woman who's who's complaining about the guy following her around for four minutes followed a guy around for ten hours. <laughs> so let's put this in perspective. So here's what I think catcalling yeah. actually is. Yeah. Because I don't want it to get lumped in with um, this harassment type of shit. Like stalking. Stalking and assault. We'll call well, it. Right. That's yeah. Because assault isn't physical. It's just the intention of there might be something physical that happens. A threat. Like yeah. yeah and I talked to a woman. Of physical. Yeah. They're, so they're, here's rhetorical questions only when it comes to catcalling. 
You don't you don't say, hey, what's your name? That's not a rhetorical question. Right. Not what's your number? Where are you going? It's quite you gotta say, if you want to cat call properly, you gotta go like, hey, do those legs go all the way up? <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. <laughs> right? I feel like that was too natural for you to say. Yeah, uh, I do it. Oh, okay. Great. Where have you been, baby? That's a that's a rhetorical question. Hey, you're breaking the law potentially. <laughs> what, doing this on the internet? Yeah. Or uh, okay, no commands. Don't, yeah, no don't command. command people. Smile. No, 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 no. You can't tell people to smile. Um, suck my cock. That's also <laughs> something you want to stay away from. No. You know, you know, Dick. <laughs> you know, when, when it happens, that happens, that happens. Yeah. Like, guys don't know. I'm trying to help here. No, no, no. But I, when I first. Or clicked, else it's going to be illegal. When I first clicked on this video, that's what I was expecting. Like a bunch of dickheads who were like saying some really nasty shit to this woman. And m- these are some of the most polite cat callers I've ever heard. Like, good evening, ma'am. Uh, have a nice day. Yeah, I, I don't know why they edited that in. You're beautiful. Yeah, it doesn't make a strong case. However, to be completely objective, you have to say, okay, well, she felt harassed by those. So I guess. Ah, uh, fuck it. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, hubba hubba. That you can say. That's not a command. Hubba hubba? Hubba hubba. I mean, it's annoying. Yeah, it's cute, though. Oh, great. Girls like that. Right. Um, yeah, and, girls love that. <laughs> and pretend your mom is listening. You yeah, know, you can good... get away with some sexy, erotic stuff, even with your mom there. Yeah. Because you got to code it a little bit. Yeah, no. that's you know you know Dick um, the smile thing though. I want to go back to just for a second go ahead. because uh, and I I got I got to do this again. But uh, Larry David, this is something that's not just unique to women. Larry David in one of the episodes of Kirby Enthusiasm uh, was was kind of pointing this out too because it happens to guys too. I, I pass by sometimes people and they just tell you to smile. Here's, you? Here's the, yeah, yeah. Here's the clip. Listen to this. Smile. And mind your own business. How about that? <laughs> smile smile yeah so it, it happened like this is something that's so common that, that they even put in this episode of Kirby enthusiasm yeah uh d- pretend your mom is listening i was walking with i was actually it's the same girl the girl that i said i think he was talking to me yeah she was this like statuesque black girl she's beautiful right, right? she was cat call- calling you no 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 uh i was somebody cat called her and i said i think he was talking to me oh, and she okay. started laughing and then i started talking to her mm-hmm. uh we get a we get a couple blocks down hollywood and there's this guy there's this guy on hollywood boulevard who every single time i've passed him multiple times a day sometimes sits on this bus bench and says handmade jewelry i'm selling handmade jewelry that's all he's ever said that's all i've ever heard him say right uh-huh. this one for four years this one fucking day, I walk by with this beautiful woman, and he goes, Whoo, you beautiful, like a sexy stallion. <laughs> I was like, that's a perfect cat call. Uh, perfect. Great. You know, so your t- mom could have heard that. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> call her a horse. You're sexy like a horse. There you go. That's my thoughts on cat calling. Yeah, so if this didn't work to some percentage of women, then why would guys keep doing it? Uh, yeah. Because I, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't answer this empirically because I've never done it. I don't, I don't, can't call. I don't think it's You never honk your horn? No. No? <laughs> no. At what point do you think you're going to be driving by and a chick's going to hear a, ho- a horn honk? She's going to be like, oh, damn, I got to drop my panties for that guy. He has it's a not horn. a cause and effect thing. You don't do it to get something. You're just like, hey, baby, I see you. Did I they- see you. That's another good line. Hey, I see you. Oh, yeah, great. Oh, awesome. You got to have creepy. fun when you're doing it. That's, that's all. Or, that's all or, I'm going to say. Don't do it. Or just have fun. Dick, the amount I honk all the time in traffic, I should be getting dates left and right. I'm honking all the fucking time. <laughs> no one's, no one's passing. No girl's like ever going to hear my horn and be like, here's my number. <laughs> Never. It's not about getting a number. 
It's about just having a good time. It's like you're cheering for a sports team, except you know, the sports team is a hot lady. No, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta side with the women on this one a little bit because when they, I talked to a, a girlfriend of mine and she was telling me about this, like, cat, I was talking about this catcalling issue because I've been asking various women uh, friends of mine whether or not they've been catcalled, how they feel about it because I'm just getting a survey. I'm getting a yeah. feel for the number of women who 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 get harassed. Getting they're pretty a feel. much yeah, you're copying a great. feel of their yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, they're, it's pretty much all of them at some point, but a lot of guys have too. I mean. It's not like, uh, but it happens more often to attractive women, especially the most attractive women. And I asked them, I said, well, what, so what is, what is it at issue if like a guy in that video said good evening? Because I, just as a guy, don't understand how that's uh, harassment. She explained to me that it's not about what they say necessarily, but the threat they feel. She said that as a woman who's walking alone on the streets, she feels constantly vulnerable. She feels like um, she might be attacked by somebody at any given time, and that it's that fear that they instill in you, and that they are kind of like it's like a beacon that doesn't leave them alone, so they can't be lost yeah. in their own thoughts. And yet, we've never been safer, right? Well, the streets have never been safer. We can't yeah. even make good '80s action movies because our streets are so fucking safe. That's true. Like RoboCop, the original was believable because yeah. it was a hellhole. Yeah, the good. Yeah, Detroit's awesome now. Not, well, <laughs> it's not as bad. Yeah, LA no. is not as bad, and yet everybody's fucking terrified. Crime is is near historic lows, and it's not just like uh, with with uh, harassment and assault and stuff. Like everything's down across the boards, but it's also pedophilia. Parents are so. <laughs> Are so what? afraid of child molesters. They're afraid anyone's a, a, a child molester. They don't want their kids to talk to any kind of strangers. Which yeah. it's true, it's possible, but it's so it's so rare. We're getting off the topic. I'm gonna. Wow. I don't want to eat. No, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But I want you to have plenty of time for your. For your yeah, problem. let's uh, let's get to this. We're running out of time here. So my last problem this week is pennies. <laughs> <laughs> pennies, big problem, fuck guys. Pennies. Yeah, fuck pennies. They I agree. Stink. They, they, they fucking stink. stink. I hate yeah. them. Yeah, they smell like they smell like what a robot's toes would smell like. Yeah, they yeah. smell like ass. Yeah, yeah. Sean, that's like a perfect analogy, right? Sean's nodding. Yeah, that, that was oddly accurate. Yeah, not that any of us know what that would be like. But, but if if we did, it, that's probably what it'd smell like. Yeah, pennies would would smell like robots' toes. Yeah, we'll go with or that. Or uh, other way around. Yeah. So here's here's the problem with them. First of all, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, Norway, Britain, Switzerland, and Finland have all stopped producing pennies. Oh. These are modern nations. This is what they what modern nations do when they realize that they're just hemorrhaging money on money. <laughs> okay. Pennies are so fucking stupid and worthless. The, the, uh, the NPR did the segment. What do you mean hemorrhaging money on money? Well, so here's what I'm getting at. Okay. So a penny is worth only about, according to coinflation.com, it's worth only about 60% of the face value. And by some estimates, by the, the uh, Bureau of Labor and Statistics, um, this is from NPR, they said it's only worth 4% of the face value. So it's 97.5% zinc and 2.5% copper. There's hardly any copper in it. It's worth, so it costs 2.4 cents to make a penny. Uh-huh. We're spending almost we're we're spending one point almost one point five times the amount that it costs that is worth to make it. And copper was worth a lot, isn't it? It now? is now yeah. the inflation of copper. It's been like uh, it's worth a lot more than it was. It is, yeah. The, so everybody steals it out of job yeah. sites, right? Pennies, like I think nineteen eighty two was the cutoff. They changed the formula for pennies so that they reduced the copper in them. They used to be uh, predominantly copper. Now they're copper plated mm-hmm. zinc. 
And they're, ba- they're basically worthless. Um, if you go to coinflation.com, it's kind of interesting. They show all the different breakdowns of the melt value of a coin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, quarters, same, same thing. Before 1964, I think uh, for a while, they were using silver in the quarters. And those are worth about $3 a piece. I find them all the time. I find silver quarters, and I just I keep them. They look different than regular quarters. Now, wait a minute, because I saw, I read uh, some libertarian shit where if the quarter was kept as a silver coin. Yeah. It would have kept up with inflation from this from 1965. I don't know if that's true. Did you uncover any of that in your research? No. Where if it would have kept because you know the value of the of the metal increases yeah. over time. So yeah. instead of just being a token, mm-hmm. it is actually valuable as a metal. Yeah. Well, sure, but I, I guess yeah, because the value of the silver has increased with time. Right. So it's no longer worth a quarter. It's worth the value of a quarter-sized hunk of silver. Well, potentially, but uh, you're running out. I mean, there's a there's a, fi- a very finite supply of these precious metals. That's why they're called there precious metals. Uh, so I don't know if that's a sustainable economy. But the bottom line is we don't need quarters. It's costing taxpayers every year $60 million. We're just pissing away on making pennies that nobody uses. This guy called into this NPR segment that I was reading. It's called The Problem with Pennies, I think. And he was he was talking about he, how he's a mechanic and uh, he's worked on some job sites where he's made very little money, if anything, at all. And he says when people bring in uh, junked cars, he's not a mechanic, actually. He just works on a junk, in a junkyard. Mm-hmm. He says people bring in junked and wrecked cars and he, he, scou- he, sca- uh, he, excuse me, he scavenges them for pennies. And he says he collects them all and then takes him to the to the store to one of those like coin exchange machines, to just buckets full of them. Right. And and sometimes that's the only money he makes. And the 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 host was like, "Well, how much how much money is in a bucket of pennies?" He's like, "Yeah, 13, 14 bucks." So so he's like, "Yeah, it just doesn't sound like a very good use of your time." It's probably about as much as you make in Herbalife for about <laughs> the same amount of work. So yeah. you don't have to dick your friends over. Yeah, and they don't have to drink a bunch of bullshit protein. Yeah. That you're trying to shove down their throats, literally. I hate pennies, too, man. Whenever I clean my car, I have to, like, scoop them out of the middle console. Yeah. Every time I travel to another country, too, I like their coin system a lot better. Except for Mexico. Other than Mexico. Mexico. Their coins, their pesos. Don't they have uh, cutouts in the middle? Like yeah, a yeah. square cutout? No, their bills are fine, but the pesos, like, uh, their uh, equivalent of a penny is worthless. Absolutely. It feels like Monopoly money. Yeah. It's almost plastic. I don't even know the kind of metal they're using, or you know what? You know those those candies you get on cakes sometimes, like wedding cakes, where they're, they're silver coated candies. Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're using to make their their pesos. <laughs> Chiclets. <laughs> yeah, you just eat them. They're garbage. Um, so next to next to the Mexican pesos, uh, the the coin pesos, uh, the penny is like the worst currency I've ever had. What are we gonna do about it? All these pennies. Well, who's gonna stop them? Just stop using pennies. Uh, I so I looked into it. It's not really a big problem if they just stopped using them uh, across the board. They said one way they could they could solve this problem to get rid of all the pennies in circulation and started to get uh, kickstart the economy is to make every penny currently worth five cents that's in circulation. So people would start using those pennies. <laughs> Right, <laughs> that sounds they, insane. Yeah, well, it would gi- it would give a, give a boost to the economy because everyone who has all these pennies and stuff laying around suddenly it's worth money. Then they're yeah. going to go out and spend it because the people who have pennies aren't rich people. They're housewives and people in the middle America. They're going to have a bunch of expendable income that they didn't have before that they're going to go out and spend. It's going to be like a stimulus to the economy. Oh, that would be weird. Yeah. So this guy who's this that. this junkyard dude who's collecting buckets of pennies for thirteen fourteen dollars a pop suddenly he's getting like fifty bucks. You think he's going to invest that? No, he's going to go out and spend it and probably on burgers or something. Buy some Natty Ice. 
couple cases of natural go. ice. There you go. Yeah. And it'll, it'll go right into uh, the coffers of 7-Eleven, make some fat cat rich again. <laughs> That's how our, our economy works. But no, it would, be a, it would be a good stimulus if they made pennies worth five cents and then just eradicated them right across the board. Does anybody just not deal with them? Yeah, rich people. Well, like when you're getting change from uh, you get coffee or something, just like you're just rounding up to five. Who, I, who fucking cares? Can we just stop stop pretending like this is worth anything? You round up to the penny, so just round up to the nickel. Yeah, that's that's what people are saying. They would round up. So uh, some some economists argue that it would hurt the poor and the lower class uh, by rounding up because a lot of companies instead of instead of cutting the costs of items like say ninety nine cents, they would just say ninety five cents. Mm-hmm. Um, they would round it up to the next dollar. So everything across the board would cost a dollar more. Uh, but they said that with with inflation, if, especially if we in, in enable this five cent penny thing that it would cancel each other cancel out in in about five five to ten years that'd be interesting i like i like when i like when uh silly games are proposed at the government <laughs> level like, let's games. just change the value of pennies to a nickel and yeah. see the chaos that erupts from that hey you know what people can use their pennies for What's is that? buying a bonus episode of this show premiering tomorrow. Yes, sir. Bonus episode coming tomorrow. This is something that we've been working on for a long time. We're excited about. Uh, this is going to be, and a lot of people, frankly, have been asking for. The bonus episode is going to be awesome. Um, yeah, my my dad actually says, uh, last, last time I saw him, he's like, you know, you guys talk about a lot of problems, but you never have any solutions. Yeah, a lot of people say that. And sometimes they they try to... Uh, they try to hijack our show with solutions. We're like, da, 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 da. <laughs> this show's not about solutions. Yeah. It's about problems. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a little, uh, that's a little uh, sneak peek of, uh, of tomorrow, a little teaser uh, of the episode. We're going to announce it's on the website. You'll see it on the website. It'll be available for everyone to download. And uh, yeah, so we hope you like it. Scrounge up your pennies. Yeah, sc- yeah, scrounge up your pennies. And if you like the episode, recruit someone underneath you. <laughs> 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 All right, so motorcycle fairings and- Cat calling. Cat calling and my problems- were Herbalife or Pyramid Schemes and Pennies, which are worthless except for our episodes. So bonus episode coming tomorrow. Vote for these problems on the website. Thanks for listening. Thanks.